Welcome back to an episode of MJ's Progress, Not Perfection. This is the part of the show where it's just my story in long form. I've already done up to junior high, so now I'm at the high school years. Um, I actually went to two different high schools at the time. Um, I probably should mention that I have a co-host named Mikey, and she's awesome, and she is in the room for anybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. Um... But anyway, I started off at Paul Six, which is a Catholic high school, and I'd always gone to public school. I went to CCD, but my mom, my uncle, my aunt, they all, my other aunt, they all went to that school. So I was kind of like peer pressured into it in a sense. It's like the tradition. Yeah, it's like we all we all went here, so you should too. And I was up I'm always like I moved thirty times in thirty years, so obviously I have this way about me where I like new experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also the same year I played football for the first time. Was at Paul Six, I played freshman football. I didn't play growing up like my brother did, so we had lot. We were we um were undefeated. If you count the wins as as losses as wins, because we definitely did not win one game that year. <laughs> um, but baseball was more your thing anyway. Yeah, I couldn't try out for the baseball team because I wrecked my ankle the weekend before tryouts. Oh yeah, I remember so, you telling me about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did start sleeping out a lot more. Like I would sleep over friends' houses. Pretty much whoever would let me, whoever wanted to meet up. Like, usually it was two people that I would usually meet up with. And then we would, like, either walk around town or we would go to Seven Eleven and hope the cops weren't there. <laughs> um, or we just go to Katie's and hang out. Katie's bedroom was her front porch of the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. So that's, like, mad convenient for, like, it, yeah, late she, night ins and outs. Yep. So and her mom worked overnight, and her dad worked 16 hours a day during both jobs. Oof. So, you know, she was home a lot by herself. She basically raised her little brother. Um, But after... One year, Paul, even though I had a bunch of good friendships from there, I just didn't feel, like, at home there. Yeah. Um. Now, when I went back to public school, I was back in my friends group. And not like we lost track. It was just that... You were reunited. You don't... You, a lot of our friendships when you're in high school and junior high are built around what you do during the day together. Do you cheat off tests together? Do you cut class together? You know, all these things. Do you have the same lunch period? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gym, all that shit. So, after my freshman year of Paul Six, I decided I wanted to leave there and go back to public school. I mean, I still played football my sophomore year and my junior year. Um, but I quit after my senior before my senior year because it was either working or it was football. I couldn't do both. Yeah, it's hard to do extracurriculars and a job, especially if you're like 
and I was making yeah, and I was making decent money because I was just delivering pizzas. Yeah. So, um, but even when I was just busting tables, I was making decent money. But I needed beer money. I needed cigarette money because when you start drinking and smoking cigarettes when before thirteen. You really got to save that allowance up. and <laughs> Yeah, especially, like, the longer you go, the more of a habit you have. And also, we lived, like, in an area where cigarettes were more expensive, so. Oh, yeah, I forget all the time that they were way more expensive for you guys than they were for us for a while. Yeah, I'm talking pack of Marlboros was, like, five, six bucks, 20 years. That was a lot then. Yeah. Um... I would say my only claim to fame when it comes to football is a quarterback for the Jets now, but he was the Ravens quarterback and won an MVP at the Super Bowl as quarterback back in 2012, Joe Flacco. He was my quarterback in high school when I was a sophomore. He was a senior, and um, we, with a Super Bowl winning MVP, we went four and six. So we weren't really breaking down barriers. No, no. I mean, sounds like he was maybe holding the team up. Yeah, yeah. It definitely, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that was my one claim to fame when it comes to football. Um, we did have some memorable trips as a family during high school, though. Like we drove to Maine and back. And that was with my my dad's parents, and that was a funny trip. Like my grandfather would over exaggerate how cold he was in the car and put a blanket completely over his face, <laughs> just to over exaggerate that he was cold. Um, and then we ended up living up there. We ended up living in Massachusetts like three years later. So, a lot of the stuff we saw. Like Plymouth Plantation, the, the Rock, all the things we saw, we ended up living 15 minutes away from downtown Plymouth where we used to live. It's a beautiful area up there, though. Yeah. The other big trip we did was Montana and back. Um, That's that, a hell of a road trip. Yeah. I mean, I think all in all, it was like 3,000 miles or something like that, and 11 days that my dad traveled. Because, you know, my dad's old school where he needs to be in control behind the wheel. The last 19 hours of that trip, my dad had, like, the flu and was sick as hell and still refused to let my mom drive. Um, He just was determined to be in his own bed that night and not at another hotel. <laughs> I mean, when you want to go home, you want to fucking go home. But on that, um, on that, that trip is when texting started. Oh. And I was texting someone the entire time. So my dad was like the dad in Home Alone and like, what do you, how do you get a $1,500 cell, cell phone bill? Because that shit was like three thirty cents to receive or something like that, or yeah. send and ten cents to receive. Oh my god, it was so expensive. <laughs> it 
And I've seen your text habits now. I can't imagine that <laughs> you yeah. weren't, you know, trying to be Mr. Charming back then. Yeah, right. <laughs> I definitely was. But my my drinking had progressed in high school. Because junior high, it was like every other weekend we would get lucky and somebody would find beer and we would drink it and it'd be gross, but it would be something better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But as we got into high school, we started having older brothers close to us in age or sisters and they never mind going to the store for you and doing a run. Um, that's what we call it, be a runner. Hey, mm-hmm. can you run for me? Yep. That's what we said. And so in those years, it was a lot easier easier for us to just like go hard as hell and we sure did by by my sophomore year the night before easter i got um i got so blacked out that i was basically having an overdose on alcohol what is that called um alcohol poisoning alcohol poisoning um i had that um, the ambulance took me to the hospital, and that's when I got enough fluids back in my body, but that was not a fun Easter morning, because the last thing I remember is laying against a tree, and the next thing I remember, I was falling headfirst off of a board, and then the next thing I remember is laying in a hospital bed with a cigarette burning my arm. Well, I thought it was a cigarette, but really it was the be- cold bed of the hospital. And I told my friend Tim, who I thought was with me, to put my cigarette out because it smells like it's burning. And then that's how my dad found out I smoked cigarettes, too. <laughs> Quite the revealing Easter weekend. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't get in trouble for it. What he did was he gave me the best punishment ever, which was I can't sleep over anybody anybody's houses for the rest of high school. That's so, legendary punishment when you're only a sophomore. Yeah, that was two full two full years, and a quarter of junior year, high school. Not nothing. I had to come home every night. There was a blizzard my junior year, and there's a state of emergency, so no one could leave the roads. So we were drinking in the woods and sledding, and um, so I was covered in snow, and I went to my friend's house, and he gave me a pair of mesh shorts to kind of, because my jeans were frozen up to the knee. Oh, yeah. Um, And I called my dad, and I said, listen, I don't got a choice, because you can't pick me up, and I'm wearing mesh shorts right now, like, I'll catch something. Um, And he said, I don't care, be home by 11 o'clock. Um, so I walked home with a t-shirt on and there's the shorts that he gave me, um, basically out of spite. And then my mom yelled at him because he let, he let me walk (laughs) home that way. So, but that's also when I was not just like sneaking out, that started when I was like sne- s- skipping school. Yeah. Because especially once I got my license mm-hmm. and I realized that I could go and just like 
Let's skip school. So, that those days started my sophomore year. I just never cared as much to get the attention or get in school suspension. Like none of that bothered me. And not like the notes were making who and my parents. I was intercepting those notes, and I know how to sign for both of them. Yeah, and like by the time you're not coming straight home after school, and like you have a car, it's not like anybody's really gonna notice. Not like they're gonna get a hold of me either. Yeah. You know, cell phones started becoming popular when I was like a junior senior. I don't recall having even a cell phone my freshman year. No, I don't. Um, my first car though was an eighty eight Mustang. <coughs> convertible convertible. Eighty eight Mustang convertible. My great grandmother, um, at 80 years old, bought this Mustang, and all she did was drive it up and down to Acme and back. <laughs> it had, like, 25,000 miles on it, even though it was, like, a 20-year-old car. Yeah. So, it was in great shape. And, um, so, and when I got my license, John had had to move to a different town, but instead of telling the school that, he just kept his old address, and I would give him rides to school every day. Uh. Then they found out halfway through junior year um, what had been happening. Oh, my God, we had some parties at John's house. <laughs> and I mean, like, all the bank shit, it was empty. It was an empty house. Oh. But everybody knows how to break into their childhood house. Well, yeah. The the loose window over here. Yeah. The, the screen door that doesn't lock or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So John and me and Pat decided we're going to throw a party here. Everybody bring candlelight and we're going to have a party. And that's exactly what we did. Everybody brought candles with them. That was like your payment to get in the door. And then we had a party by candlelight, beer pong fucking on the ground, just tossing them in. I remember those days. That sounds fucking incredible. Yeah, I mean... But also so dangerous. Like, how did you guys not burn the fucking house down with all those candles? <laughs> I know. I don't know how we survived some of the times. Like, I remember when all their stuff was taken... John and I went through the house and scoured it for quarters, and we ended up being able to buy a pack of cigarettes to split because we we got like five dollars <laughs> and change. Fuck yeah! He was also um, one of my always all the not all the time, but majority of the time he was in my car when we would play car tag. Yeah. Now, for those who are listening to think that we're ramming into each other when I say car tag, <laughs> it is not, not bumper that. cars. No, this is cell phones existed now, and anybody in the car had to have their own cell phone. Like one car, you'd have to have at least one person with a cell phone in the car um, because it would be like hide and seek for cars. We would hide in random spots around town and then give descriptions. Like, I grew up in a town 
that has all the presidents, it's presidents' names, and they're all like in a row. Mm-hmm. Like one of them is Washington, the other one is Lincoln, blah blah blah. Jefferson probably. Harding, Jeffer- yeah. Jefferson is one. Harding, there's, yeah, um, <laughs> but what was it? Patriotic I, New Jersey. What was I talking about? Cartag. Cartag. So you would hide somewhere in town, and you can be like, I mean, this would give it away. Depending on how smart you were in social studies, but you could say you could say seventeenth president, and in a text, and you're gonna go, oh shit, that's Lincoln Avenue. So that's that's what we would do. And I remember one night, John and I and Colleen and John's then girlfriend, we hid the entire night. Nobody found us. I mean, no, and I mean nobody. We went the entire night with everybody looking for us, and they couldn't find us. And it was one of the funniest nights ever because we were watching them, but they couldn't see us. Mm-hmm. They they were in the old football field, and we were hiding next to it. And it was in a spot where we could see them, but they wouldn't be able to see us. If that makes sense. Probably drove them fucking crazy. Oh my god, they were all yelling at each other and yelling at us. <laughs> we were just like... And y'all were probably just fucking giggling, laughing yeah, asses we out. Were like, we were like, we're at the bank. We were telling them where we were. We're at the bank where the football field is, where everyone plays football during, you know, we mess around. Just pick up games, but that's... And we were being so specific. Like, I'm looking at the, the ATM... <clears throat> nothing because they couldn't see us because we were on a different level literally <laughs> we were we were in a different level hiding behind a cement wall where it was probably the windshield and up that could see out oh my god and there was there was arborvitaes in the way like they were shit in the way yeah we could see through them but they couldn't it was nighttime yeah and oh my god <laughs> It reminds me, <coughs> like, I've always wanted to tell that story in long form, like in a book mm-hmm. <coughs> or a screenplay, um, but I don't know if I ever, I probably could. It's like Daisy Confused, how it happens yeah. all in one night. Yeah. You know how Daisy like, Confused come, when we, when we Super did, bad. Oh, uh, yeah. It's super bad. not crazy. You know what's crazy is we are... Further removed from the super bad days of 2007 to 2023, say it was 2007 for argument's sake, that was 16 years ago. Um, And the reason I say that is because Days and Confused came out in 1992 and it talks about, it's the 76, it's the bicentennial, 76. Which is 16 years apart. Fuck. Think about how much different Wedding Singer was in a 10-year decade. Yeah. It was only 10 years, but you would have thought just as far removed from (laughs) that, that realization has hit me before. And I'm like, holy shit, do I feel old. I, oh my God. When I got my license, though... We used to, like, go on these long journeys. I remember the one time John and I, 
um, got in the car, and we drove down to Atlantic City. And then, this was the first day I had my license, actually. <laughs> um, I picked him up from school, the school he was going to in the other town now, because I kicked out of ours. Um, so I picked him up from school early, and because we didn't know how to forge notes, we're no dummies. Yeah. So John left, hopped in my car, and we drove down to Atlantic City. First day of my license. Um, but we were looking for motel rooms for prom weekend. So, because you couldn't just go on the internet and go to like Travel Lodge, <laughs> you had to book your own shit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and if you, oh my god. Yeah, you had to go to the ticket All the store. Work that was yeah. involved. Oh my god. <laughs> It was not easy. So, but we figured out which motel, talked to the owner, reserved the spot. Um, man, prom weekend, both of them were wild. Like, the one one place John and I picked out, we, we rented out five rooms with four people to a room is what you're supposed to do. But really, it really turned into six to seven people each room. It, there were so many people at that, and it had a pool. Mm-hmm. People were jumping off the railings and shit. Like, it was, oh, I'm thinking of, of the 12th grade. That's where people were jumping off the railings. That one we had, I want to say 12 rooms. Like, we had the entire second floor to ourselves. And That's, that's a big block of rooms. It it went went diagonal, like... One going this way, and then the other one going this way with a uh-huh. ho- hallway. Like, so you know, yeah, it seems like a big block, but really it was cut in half. Yeah. Um, but one of the rooms we turned into storage because we were moving mattresses and beds out of the room. Oh my god, just so we could play beer pong and like flip cup and all right. Because, like, the whole thing was everyone bring you know, your game with you of choice. Mm-hmm. And since people like us, we built our own beer pong table in, in Tim's backyard. Yeah. I'll get to Tim's backyard because that's a whole different <laughs> story. Um, God, John and I were inseparable. And same with Pat. Me, John, and Pat. Um, we definitely did so much together in high school. I remember... And that's okay. <laughs> no, <Nope>, not yet. <laughs> not yet, Johnny boy. Not yet. I remember we drove though. Um, I forget who was in the car. And it was the middle of the night. I still had a regular curfew. And, or maybe I snuck out. But it was no. It was definitely the middle of the night. Um, because I had to call my dad when we were on, we were lost. We decided, we got lost for fun. Because remember, this is 2004, 2003, so five, ten bucks filled up your tank. Yeah. So everyone would pitch in a couple bucks and your tank would be full. And I remember, so we would just drive around aimlessly and get lost in New Jersey. (laughs) And this one time we saw a sign saying, you know, 20 miles to New York City. And we were like, fuck. I mean, we're already up here. It was like one in the morning. <laughs> Nothing was open except for like a McDonald's. <coughs> McDonald's probably was the only thing open. Yeah. 
So we went to fucking New York City for McDonald's. <laughs> I mean... That's, you know, parking wasn't that bad because who the fuck's parking right then and there in that time of day? Yeah, no. Um, we parked and walked, and, yeah, we found a McDonald's that was open, and that's what we got because nothing else was the fuck open. There might have been some bars open, but it was so yeah. late at night the kitchen was closed. Yeah, so it wasn't even <laughs> trying. And we were all barely 18, you know what I mean? It was yeah. me and two other guys and one girl, and none of us were 18 at the time. <laughs> um, I remember one time, <clears throat> it was, again, John and me and a slew of other people. Um, we We got really lucky, and <laughs> um, a friend of ours' mom... Is like or was like, um, one of those members for the um casino because she's there so often that she would have mm. all these comped rooms. Yep. And so we had uh, we went to a dark room, right? What was I saying? Uh, the comped rooms from. The oh yeah, out. so um, her mom actually got two rooms and she only needed one. So she gave us the other one to have at it and have some fun, some safe fun. We um we got so much ice from the ice machine, we filled up the tub. <laughs> I mean, what, why not? And then we kept our drinks in the bathroom. It's fucking genius. Yeah, it's probably been done by now, but still. Yeah. Oh, but that idiot Mustang, that got fucked up. It was parked out front of my house, and I was reading the Da Vinci Code. That's how old that sentence is. <laughs> um, I wasn't watching the Da Vinci Code. I was reading that shit. This was Memorial Day 2003. Oh, my God. And my car was hit so bad that there was a dry spot on the ground because it was raining. I heard the smash, looked outside, and I just saw a giant blank spot with no rain to hit, like, dry dry street where my car was. Turns out my car was two blocks down. Holy hell. Maybe I'll imagine that. Maybe it was two houses down. But we found the guy three blocks away around the corner. That's a lie. We didn't find the guy. We found his truck. Ah. The guy was not the smartest criminal because <laughs> he took a cab all the way to this diner and he called they called the police to report a missing car <laughs> and like saying he was there all night. So the cops got there. They're like, How long has he been here? They're like, A cab dropped him off ten minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. And the guy was like, <laughs> Oh, my car was stolen. I've been here all night and my car was stolen from the park. Uh-huh. And, yeah, that didn't work out for you. But we tried making it. We we were trying to make it easier for him. By his dad ended up buying another version of my car to take parts from. Mm. It's like being an organ donor. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need that car door anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I do now. I, my first couple of cars were maintained by a junkyard, so I'm with you 100%. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, the scavenger hunt. Hmm. Did you guys have one? Like, as a school? Yeah. No. So, or or during school? Probably, but I don't remember, like, a particularly, okay. like, great one or anything. Well, it was a tradition that a junior every year was picked by the by the senior class. And that junior's responsibility is to write a bunch of shit on a list. And then the list got dispersed um, from the old Bradley's parking lot. And um, everyone had the list. And then you had a rendezvous back there um, at like a certain time, like three hours, say. Um, Like one of the things on there was kidnap a younger classman and make them bring, make them like help you. (laughs) Um, there was an automatic winner every year that it was on the, like, the rules. If one team takes the rock, which is this four-ton, probably, rock that was in our town, and maybe it was 400 pounds. Yeah. Um, not four tons, but still a big fucking rock. Yeah. Um, whoever got the rock won. So, I had friends... That's all they did the entire time was to try to... Well, that's a lie. They <laughs> they first kidnapped somebody, and they kidnapped somebody who was athletic and well-built uh, so he could be an asset to their team. So makes sense. they kidnapped him. I'm in a different car. One of the things on there was steal a manhole. Now I look. Now I look back. I'm like, fuck. We are so lucky. We didn't like go to jail because yeah, you really could have like hurt somebody. Holy shit! And I didn't have that realization <laughs> until like five years later. <laughs> of course not. Like, and I might have actually really come to terms with it in the last couple of years of therapy. <laughs> 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 but that was a fun scavenger hunt, though. I will say that that. His school didn't sponsor it. It was all about the kids. Yeah. Um, My friends did get the rock, so they automatically won. Yeah. One of the things on the list also to automatically win was steal the Pep Boys. Mm-hmm. We had in town one of the biggest pet toys. Let me see. Um, It's like one of the... For those of you that are local, know the Pep Boys I'm talking about. Um... It's one of the oldest, it's like one of the oldest pet boys that actually has, um, where am I? Oh, there we go. Yeah, let's see here. Pet boys, that's what we're looking for. I know exactly where it's at, let's say. <laughs> Robin. Let's see. Um, sorry for the silence. I am just looking up something. Well, it doesn't matter. Pet boys are known to have this giant, like, enlarged thing on their building. Is it like a statue? Yeah, three statues. Okay. And the whole point was you would have to get on top of the roof. Oh. 
Okay. In order to, like... Let's see. Images. Okay, so a bunch of these don't actually have it. I'll have to find it. Like I said, it's one of the oldest ones. Like, this is kind of... Those are the three Pep Boys. Yeah. Um... But like I said, it's one of the oldest ones. So that's why it was such a get. Uh-huh. Because of, like, nobody ever got them. Still to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go on another trip besides Montana and Maine, which was my senior trip. Um, <laughs> there were so many of us going that we had to have... Like, three people on a different plane. Because <laughs> there were too many of you to fit on one flight? Yeah. Now, number one, to backtrack a bit, um, John, and I, <coughs> John and I actually drove to Delaware together after collecting a list of what we think people want. Or what people want. So, say you were like, hey, I need a carton for a senior trip. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, what what kind do you want? Uh, this. All right, forty bucks, and that's still a savings to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, they're twenty seven fifty twenty five dollars. Yeah. So we're making decent money to buy our own cartons. Mm-hmm. We ended up making so much money because you can only buy five cartons at a store in Delaware. Yeah. So we went to a lot, and we came back with so many cartons. My t- your teachers go through your bags, you know what I mean, like, before you're leaving. Yeah. And the teacher said to me, because we had a bunch of kids that were under 18, so I couldn't bring tobacco. Yeah. Me, I was over 18, so I could. Yeah. Um, He looked in my bag, and, and I don't think that they would allow this today. Even if they were 18, I think they would say, yeah, well, it's our fucking trip. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would allow it today because it's smoking. Um, this is back when CVS sold sold cigarettes. Yeah, it was it was easier not so long ago to um, be a teenage smoker. It's, yeah, like it's so weird to see a smoker like on TV and just like smoking in a bar, smoking. It's just weird to me now. Yeah, like it was just sort of like an acceptable like whatever. It's gonna happen. Yeah, my cigarettes were being put out on the food that I didn't finish at the diner. Yeah. Um, but that trip, as we were, like, he was, like, literally, like, you're going to get cancer on this trip. And I said, <laughs> I said okay. Um, and then we got there. I handed out the cartons to whoever, you know, ordered. Yeah. Um, but as we were leaving, the this this first you met at the school. Mm-hmm. They went through all your bags. They made sure you weren't drunk. And then everyone went on to the buses. Buses mm-hmm. took us to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're leaving the marble steps outside of the school, I missed a step and sprained my ankle. So I had to be the fat guy in a fucking wheelchair all weekend and get laughed at and poked and pried like that's awful um but like i said there was a spillover and they're like who wants to volunteer and me and john and pat were like we will so we went on this and it's so funny because 
Um, it was with the school that John left, Defford High School. Uh-huh. Um, and we got, we got <clears throat> boarded first because of my wheelchair. Because I didn't get checked until we got to Disney World. This was 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, so we get, we get on this plane. It's a Hooters plane. It literally says Hooters across the side. Um, oh my god, I can't believe you that. boys stepped in shit. Well, so cut two years later, I'm working at Best Buy, and I'm working in Deffert, and um, it turns out my buddy Mark from Deffert. He was on that plane on that senior trip and remembered three random guys. And it was us. <laughs> so he was like, wait, were one of you in a wheelchair? Me. Because they saw us board first. Yeah, like that kind of sticks out in your memory. Yeah, so he had recollection of me being in a wheelchair when I, was so on his, when I was on his plane. <laughs> that is so funny. The nice thing was, too, is I was in a wheelchair for like three out of five days in Disney. Which means you go straight to the front of the line. There is no fucking waiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you a disability? Like, you're in a wheelchair? Boom. And so I kind of milked it a little bit. Well, yeah. To get all the rides. Um, Yeah, that was a fun trip. That was the only time that I went eight days without, or five days without a drink. Like, in high school. Yeah. That was my longest streak. Was like eight days, minus trips with my parents, I guess. Yeah. But still, when I'm with all those people, you know, not one of us tried to bring booze. Um, the one kid lost privileges because if you couldn't leave your room past a certain hour. Mm-hmm. They they taped our doors. Yeah. Like our doors opened inward, so if they taped the wall to the door. If you open your door, that means your tape is cracked, and that means you left your place. Mm-hmm. So the one guy, he decided we were we were all begging him to make making calls to him because that's when calls were in the rooms, and we're, mm-hmm. we're like, do it, do it, do it, do it. So finally, he leaves his his room, and what his game plan is is to take the tape off every single door, so that you <laughs> wouldn't know which. Which person actually left? <laughs> but he got caught by the time he went downstairs to the girls' floor. Mm. But it was one of the funniest things that anybody could do. Well, and and Mr. Audubon, Mr. Audubon's like a pageant, and I because I went to Audubon High School, so Mr. Audubon, mm-hmm. and my talent was singing. Um, I'm too sexy. I was like two hundred and seventy pounds. I was not sexy. <laughs> um, and then my two friend Tim and Ray, we um, <laughs> we we then did uh, instead we did Sweet Caroline first wearing suits, and then when Sweet Caroline ended, that's when Right Said Fred came on. None of the teachers knew about it because it was a last minute change. I went up to the the DJ. I'm like, hey, this is what you're gonna play. Cause we're doing two different songs and he was just like, do your teachers know? I'm like, would I even ask you if my teachers didn't know? Like totally lied to the guy. <laughs> and he goes, okay. You pulled a Louise. I pulled a Louise. Yeah. 
So the DJ, he's just there getting minimum wage. He's not yeah, like, all right, all right man. man, you tell me to change it. So I did Sweet Caroline, and I got everybody into it. Everybody was doing it. Dun, dun, dun. Like, we, it was perfect. Um, but <laughs> we then, um, two sex, like, just started playing at the end of Sweet Caroline. Uh, so oh then we started stripping our clothes off. And we both had on, all three of us had on the tightest, shortest shorts you can imagine. <laughs> One of the judges told me, he was our old um, gym teacher, and he told me, if you kept your clothes on, you would have won. <laughs> Is what he told me. Um, and, I, and I get it, probably, but I'd rather have the I'm too sexy and making everybody laugh. Um, the same person that did the tape bit. Mm-hmm. His his routine was stand up comedy, in which he made fun of our principal the entire time, mm-hmm. to the point where they cut his mic. <laughs> and this time he was yelling it, <coughs> like he had to be pulled off stage. Oh my god! Because he was literally, you can't shut the mic off on me. I'm just gonna keep talking, <laughs> like that. Yeah, like that kind of spite. I live for that kind of spite. Um, yeah, so that was, Mr. Audubon was fun. That was towards the end of the year, just like the um, scavenger hunt was at the end of the year. But we had project graduation. And project graduation is where the night of you graduating, if you want to get your yearbook, you have to go to this. That's how they get you. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> and it was a way for us to have, like, there was, like, carnival shit inside there, like, build up, like, things for us to do and everything. Our parents put a lot of time into it and a lot of, like, bake sales and shit to raise money for it. I'm sure Tracy was all over Tracy that. was all over it. Actually, that reminds me about when we went to senior trip, each one of us, our parents paid for except for John. John's mom told him he couldn't go because it just wasn't in the budget. So John got a job in order to pay for his Disney trip, $902 that he needed. And that was the kind of work that I was seeing, besides my dad, mm-hmm. where somebody was, like, dedicated to what they were doing because it served a purpose. Um, he had a goal, and he was determined. He He was determined to not be the kid that lost his house. You know, mm-hmm. they lost and was foreclosed on and shit. So I feel like he gained a lot of he gained a lot of respect from me. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I had already respect him. He was one of my best friends, but I had more of an appreciation of money <clears throat> after I saw how John had to work for it. I definitely had a different kind of appreciation for money at that time. Yeah. Yeah, it makes things a little bit more fucking real to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I could tell John's stories for days. I remember when I took him for his first tattoo. And it was, I've talked about Jesse before. Jesse that passed away six months after, after we both got sober together. He was my backyard neighbor. Yeah. Well, his older sister is a tattoo artist. So, John got carpe diem as his first tattoo on his stomach. <laughs> and the agony he was in, I can't tell you how happy it made us. 
<laughs> like, bro, you picked that spot. Like, that's where you said it. So I have carpe diem, but on my arm. Yeah. Not on my stomach. <laughs> I'm not a cholo. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, my dad had gotten a promotion um, January of 2005, which is the back half of my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in Massachusetts, and we were in Jersey. And he could have easily moved us up there and forced me to go to a new school. But instead, he he didn't. He drove back and forth for six months. Um, he would leave on Sunday afternoon and come home usually Thursday afternoon. And then he'd be right back to it again. It was to the point where, you know how back in the day, people didn't have their cell phones just next to them? Mm-hmm. Like now, everybody's phone is in arm's length. Or in your pocket, or in your hand, (laughs) you can reach it easily. Yeah. Um. And when I I was out partying a lot, I would come home at one two in the morning on a school night, and you know that thing where you fall asleep and then you wake up a second later, but second later, but really it's been like an hour. Yeah. And you think, oh shit, I just got eight hours of sleep, and be like, it was an hour. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. My advantage was my mom was always passed out reading a book in the front in the first room. So that room didn't have a clock. And I'd walk in and she'd be all like wiping her eyes, like, What time is it? And be like, Oh, it's ten o'clock And she goes, Okay, go to bed and then she would fall back asleep and my my theory was even if she only slept for a minute longer after that, that would be like, Oh, an hour has passed since the last time I was awake. Yeah. You don't question that kind of thing. Yeah. And we did, um, we cleaned Tim's garage and we threw parties in it. Like that beer pong table I mentioned, mm-hmm. that was through, we, we would build that in Tim's garage and his backyard as we would get drunk because we would throw some ragers there too. Yeah. But that was mostly on the weekends during the week. Like, cause there was an older classman that was like, visiting you know how it is when people graduate college and they come back to their college <laughs> come back to their high school and they graduate from high school yeah we had a few of them and i remember one of them telling me oh we drank 36 straight not straight nights six pack a night and like dared us and bet us that we couldn't do it so his 36 was a big number but we decided to go harder and won 57 straight nights jesus um, the only difference, and then we went on a senior trip, mm-hmm. so where we were like stone cold sober. Yeah. And then we came back from our senior trip, and we did like another twenty days before we had project graduation. So we went really, really hard. My like, I I feel like I gained like sixty pounds my senior year. All that drinking would pack it on. I mean, that's that's like you got your freshman fifteen. Without going, going away college. to college. Yeah. Well, I technically did go away for college. Um, my my parents moved the day after my graduation. But I'm such an alcoholic that I don't want to miss the parties. So, I was living on different couches for yeah. for about three four weeks. I would just have a suitcase, and I would live out of out of everyone's house, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because I want to go to all the all the graduation parties. Well, yeah, especially because like that was your like thing. Yeah. All through high school, that was the way that you and your friends socialized. Yeah, we. It was definitely. Um, I drank way too much. That's for sure. I don't regret any of the shit that like I did, but at the same time, like probably could have handled things a little bit better, and not make drinking my main choice the entire time. Yeah. Because I ended up moving July 5th, which is crazy because I'm always doing... When I moved to North Carolina, it was like July 4th. I, I seem to always be on the move. And I'll get to the other moves you know, as we go on. Because when I moved from Massachusetts, or Jer- Jersey to Massachusetts again, years later, again was January. So, not January, July. So I got to go through and figure out which years are which because my mind is not as sharp as it used to be. Yeah. You have any questions for me about my high school years? <clears throat> um. It can be anything. Like, how were you as like a student? Like- C. I was a C average student. And the only reason I was a C average is because I did all my all my homework. I would do my homework in class. Yeah. So, because I noticed, like, teachers' tendencies of where they, like, get the homework assignments from in the textbook. Mm-hmm. And then I'll reference the textbook as I go if I don't know the answers. But I was a C average student, graduated middle of my class, and... Yeah, I, I wasn't in I college. I had a four point oh GPA mm-hmm. because I was paying for it myself. So I wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I got my money's worth. So, but we'll get into Massachusetts in the next episode. Yeah. What? Any other questions? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I put you on the spot, but I was just curious. Yeah. So. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to like, subscribe, rate. All that kind of stuff helps me out a lot. So, yeah, I'm going to end it here. Have a great day.